Hi doll! I'm trying a new setup today. Hopefully, when I go like this, my arms won't be cut off anymore. I won't know until after I edit. The lighting is not as good on this, in this position. The green screen might be a bit weird because, because of the shadows. Anyway, so let's get into it. So for me time, I'm still drinking my morning coffee, even though it is 3 p.m. And I'm not gonna like do anything during this. So I wanted to just quickly mention this product that I impulsively bought without thinking what it could possibly be. Facial, facial hair removal pads. Six strips and an applicator. So like sometimes I just use those little blades to like get the fuzzies off my face. Um, I was thinking about maybe starting to like do little facial waxes because then there would be less regrowth. So I seen this and it was only like one or two pound or something like that. And I thought I'd give it a go. And it is basically, it is basically a blunt nail file. It's even the shape of a nail file. Like I feel like it was just a factory didn't make nail files rough enough and uh, they were just like, oh, let's sell these to Miriam for, for facial hair removal. So basically for like five minutes this morning, I was like rubbing my face with a nail file. And I was like, this is so stupid. And nothing came off. Like maybe I've just got a really hairy face. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just telling you, I do not recommend. So today I thought I would do something a little different, more like a countdown. Obviously over here on this channel, on this true crime podcast, we rock, we watch, we watch and read a lot of true crime content. Obviously <laughs> we consume a lot of American true crime content. And one of the things that you hear all the time in documentaries and movies is the FBI's most wanted list. Correct. But you don't really hear about most wanted lists that much in over here in Ireland and Britain. It seems to be very much like an American thing, but we do have lists. So I thought I would start at the equivalent like uh, list for Ireland. Obviously Ireland is a much smaller country than America with much fewer people. So, and I think it's a little bit more chill over here, but Europe, they have a most wanted list. So I was able to put together the five most wanted Irish criminals who have been on Interpol's most wanted list. This is their website. So Interpol don't really call it like a most wanted list. They call it like a, a red notice. So it's like an international alarm for a wanted person, but it's not necessarily an arrest. I think that means it could be like wanted civilly as well. It may not be a violent or dangerous crime. But anyway, so this first criminal who is on the Interpol's most wanted list, James Stourvik. At this time of recording, he is on the Interpol's red list, like the most wanted list, and he's Irish. So if you see this guy, call the police. Let's get into the most wanted criminals in Ireland at some point. One, James Starvick. James was born in Dublin, Ireland on the 3rd of June in 1983. 
He is an itsy bitsy teeny weeny man coming in at only five foot tall. He has dark eyes, dark hair, and apparently he can speak Irish, which is cool. James is wanted for murder, which is not cool. It is possible that James Starvick is going by an alias or false identity. He could be going by the name Niall James Byrne. On Friday evening, the 7th of October 2011, 31-year-old Dutchman Adam Sovereign Radoslag was killed at his home in Midstrecht. In Midstrecht. Police in the Netherlands immediately launched a manhunt for Dubliner James Starvick. James was 28 years old at the time of the murder. According to witness testimony, it became evident that Adam was in conflict with a man named Niall James Byrne. Witnesses seen the two men arguing shortly before Adam's death. The perpetrator of the murder quickly fled and police were sort of stalled. They were delayed because they were actually looking for this guy called Niall James Byrne. But upon investigating him, they found out that his name was actually James Starvick. So take a good look at this guy, James Starvick or Niall Byrne, because he is Ireland's most wanted man on Interpol. Two, Victor Cosney, aka the Pirate of Prague, was born in the Czech Republic on the 20th of June in 1963. Victor is a fugitive businessman who also has Irish citizenship. When Victor was last in prison for financial crimes, it turned out that he had six Irish passports at least. That's what they got off him. Victor has been running from the US and the Czech authorities since 1999. Victor allegedly was the mastermind behind an international fraud scheme and a bribery ring across several countries, conning 250,000 shareholders out of almost 470 million US dollars. Victor graduated from Harvard Business School in 1989 with a bachelor's degree in economics. Later in life, Victor bought his way into Irish citizenship. He became an Irish citizen under the Irish Passport Scheme or Passports for Sale Scheme. I uh, is way before my time. So because he invested 1.5 million US dollars in an Irish software company, he was given in exchange a passport. Like, <laughs> that's just weird to me. That that is how he became a citizen. You just bought your way in. Apparently this scheme is like no longer. At one point, Victor owned property in Ireland and used his Irish citizenship to run for European Parliament in 2004. I don't think it worked though because he was imprisoned next year in the Bahamas. In 2007, he was released from prison but he didn't seem to have left the Bahamas. The US have requested extradition, but the Bahamas are refusing to extradite. I mean, the Bahamas is like a tax safe haven. So, so they want to show to wealthy businessmen that they can be trusted. Victor is currently living the life in the Bahamas. He lives in a gated community with a boat, a mansion, and enjoying weekends on the beach. But in the off chance that Victor does return to Ireland, this is what he looks like, and you should alert the authorities. He can't possibly stay in the Bahamas forever. Well, he probably could. Three, Sligo man, Thomas McGinn. Thomas is wanted by the United States. He has been indicted on 25 charges to defraud the US government. 
and export military goods. Thomas has been accused of smuggling over 117 million US dollars worth of illegal military parts and technology to Iran. All this done from his little cottage in County Sligo. Not the actual cottage. Thomas was last seen in Sligo in 2014. If you see him or his son who is helping, contact the national or local police. Four. This one is a little bit on the fence for me. I feel like I really want to know more whether or not this couple should be turned in. I'm sure some of my listeners and watchers will recognise this case once I explain it. Ethel Mary Blake and Timothy Blake have been wanted in the US since 2004 for kidnapping their nine-year-old grandson after visiting their daughter who lives in Chicago. Ethel and Timothy took their grandson Dylan out for lunch and then just went back to Cork. See, this is when it gets a little bit tricky. See, the High Court in Ireland, they denied extradition to the US. Dylan's mother, Serena, who has six children, said that her parents tricked her into letting Dylan leave the house, go for lunch without her. Serena said that her parents, Timothy and Ethel, made hurtful accusations against her new husband and Dylan's stepfather, who is in the army. The row between the families revolved around Dylan's new military style and a buzz cut haircut. Dylan's grandparents were not happy that he was then given his stepfather's surname. Timothy and Ethel said this whole act has been completely out of love for their grandson who told them that he had an awful life and wanted to return to Cork. Dylan had in fact lived with his grandparents for years after the death of his father, Serena's first husband. The Blakes face one charge each of aggravated kidnapping, an offence that carries a maximum of 30 years in prison. The latest article I could find on this case was in 2008. I couldn't find any updates and it is possible that Dylan is of age now to decide like he's an adult now. I don't know what happens. Like if anybody knows what happened in this case with Timothy and Ethel and Dylan and Serena, like did they all make up? I don't know, somebody tell me in the comments. Five, Michael Eugene Kelly was a priest from County Tipperary. He was living in California when he fled California after an arrest warrant was issued. He was wanted for charges. Three former altar servers have come forward with allegations. In 2012 in California, one of his victims won a 3.75 million US dollars lawsuit, civil lawsuit against him. Michael left the US within 24 hours after the settlement was agreed, before he could be arrested on criminal charges. When he arrived in Ireland, Michael was also arrested and convicted on possession of child pornography. In Ireland, he was sentenced to three years in prison. So he's out now. I don't know if he was extradited back to the US. I couldn't find anything more about it. But if he did go back to the US or if he does go back to the US and convicted, he could serve 14 years in prison. Six. If you see this guy, Turan Zaman, I know it is an awful picture. Turan is an Irish national, but born in Pakistan. He is wanted for murder in Pakistan. The latest article I could find about him was in 2015. I don't know if he was caught, but if you see this guy, contact your local or national police. Seven, Connor Vincent de Monte. He's kind of cute. 
Connor is a Canadian Irish national. He was wanted over his role in the 2009 gang shooting of Kevin Leclerc, a gangster in the organised criminal mob, the Red Scorpions. Connor is an alleged member of a very feared gang in Canada called the United Nations. Where, where do they come up with these gang names? Canadian authorities said that the United Nations gang, like the name, comes from the diverse ethnic origins of the gang. Like they're all a mixed bunch. Its members include Canadians of different descent European, Asian, Eastern and Iranian origin. <laughs> so basically this gang will take anybody. I thought the point of a gang was that it was hard to get into a gang. Connor was on the Interpol Most Wanted Red Notice. Connor was a fugitive for 11 years until he was caught and arrested in Puerto Rico in 2022. He had been living there for years under an alias Johnny Williams. Is he trying to sound like a cheap bottle of whiskey? Johnny Williams? He had many aliases apparently. In Puerto Rico, Connor spent his days playing beach tennis, whatever that is, and volunteering. Oh, aren't you just so giving and selfless, you murderer? So he was, he was volunteering at a charity as a volunteer beekeeper. It's just so random. And get this, so the charity was called the Karma Honey Project. Like karma, like karma came back and got him. And honey to me reminds me of like a honey trap. Like the police do to like snare gang members and criminals. Also I love how Connor's all passionate about the bees. Save the bees, but fuck the red scorpions. So no need to look out for Connor because he has been caught, thankfully. But yeah, that was a couple of the people, Irish people, or well, people with Irish citizenship anyway, who were Interpol's most wanted. I want to say a big thank you to the Patreon supporters of this channel and podcast. I know I don't thank you enough. I'm, I feel like I'm always catching up. I'm always trying to get ahead and I need to just take some time for you guys. There was an episode released last week, by the way. Okay. Thank you, Renee, Stephanie, Emer, Justin, Vicky, Deborah, Jem, Toya, Laura, Jason and Terry, Sydney and Andrew, Karen, Liana, Sarah, Angelina, Lou Marie, Sarah B, Kirsty G, Francesca, Sean. I don't think I forgot anybody. I don't think. Thank you guys. And thanks for watching, Doll. If you have a true crime... Irish or British podcast idea or video idea, please let me know in the comments. Slan!